and by the message of an angel, may by his passion and cross be brought to the glory of his resurrection through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth on the Guadalupe Radio Network in North Texas. Catholic Radio for your soul. Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone. Live from the KATH 910 AM studios in Las Colinas and broadcasting across North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network. This is The Good News Show. And good afternoon. Welcome to The Good News Show here on KTH 910 AM, Guadalupe Radio Network. Glad you're with us. An hour we do it. We go live every Monday at this time and talk about good things happening here in North Texas, hence the name. It's kind of a play on words because the good news is also evangelization and uh, the message of Jesus Christ. And we like to, and there's no shortage of good stuff going on. And we have uh, a lot to tell you about today. It's November 8th, uh, Monday of the 32nd week in Ordinary Time. My name is Dave Palmer. On the other side of the glass is none other than Cecil Anderson, our North Texas assistant. <laughs> Can't quite get your There's title. There's a lot of S's going yeah, on in that Cecil, name. <laughs> Cecil, uh, Cecil, the North Texas assistant. <laughs> yeah. How are you doing? Good to see you. <laughs> I'm doing wonderfully. All right. I say good news. The second half of the show is going to be... It's not the happiest yeah, news. Yeah, I don't know. It's I, not I, all I, bad news, necessarily. I, 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 I call it bittersweet. Yes. Bittersweet is a good yeah. word for yeah, it. And maybe definitely. people have heard the spot. I heard it already. We're going to play it here in a second uh, just to kind of let everybody know what's going on. Uh, this is kind of shocking, and it's it's sad to me. Uh, Sacred Heart Books and Gifts, after 42 years of being in business over at Campbell and Coit. I mean, people in the studio are even reacting like, Really? They're closing. They're shutting down their doors, but they're not done. They're actually a nonprofit, and they're they're just doing different stuff. I think yes. they're still going to sell online, but they're just they're closing down the the brick and mortar store. So this can we play the spot? Mm-hmm. Okay, this is Nikki uh, White, who's going to be our guest in the second half, uh, kind of making the announcement here on Catholic Radio of what's going on. This is Nikki White, General Manager of Sacred Heart Books and Gifts in Dallas. It is with a heavy heart that we announce that after 42 years in business. Sacred Heart will be closing its doors on Friday, December 31st, 2021. Closeout sales and discounts will be offered on merchandise, fixtures, and equipment, and all items must go. We offer our gratitude and appreciation to the customers who have supported us over the decades. May God bless you as you have blessed us. Thank you. All right, there it is. Nikki will be in studio with us, so we won't talk too much about it right now. But we got to get out there and do at least one more live remote before they close down. I agree. Yeah, just kind of sell those final items, talk about the future. So we'll be back out there. We were at Little Angels uh, Catholic Books, and they have a different thing going on. They actually moved next door, expanded mm-hmm. in Capel, and boy, it is so nice. And we were out there Friday during the 4 o'clock hour. They had a big uh, grand reopening celebration on Saturday. I wasn't there on Saturday, but hopefully that went really well. So support these stores. You know, they need the, they need the support, and uh, we want to keep them, as many of them open as possible. But anyway, so Nikki will be there in the second half, and they're doing some cool YouTube videos. Speaking of YouTube videos, we have a show that we do on Fridays at 2 o'clock that only 
is on our social media platforms. Uh, they don't trust us to be on the radio <laughs> for this show. They're like, you know, I don't think... To be uh, fair, after last week's show, I understand why now, Dave. Last week's show was great. <laughs> Talking about Play-Doh? Come on, we yes. had wait, raving reviews about that. So, oh, we did. No, Back to the Father is specifically about the, the teachings of St. Thomas Aquinas and the Summa Theologiae. I teach high school students the Summa. It's my passion. I wrote a, a book about it, and hopefully more will come. I uh, just want to let you know, we're, we're starting to go through some philosophers. We talked about Plato on Friday. This uh, Friday, uh, Cecil's very excited about this. We're talking about <laughs> uh, who many people say might be the greatest philosopher of all time. Okay, and not Aquinas, who I think is perhaps the best, but uh, Aristotle. Mm-hmm. Aristotle, a uh, Greek philosopher before the time of Jesus. And uh, boy, how do you talk about Aristotle in one hour? Okay, we're going we're gonna to try <laughs> to do that. And uh, just an amazing natural philosopher, uh, student of Plato, uh, teacher of uh, Alexander the Great, uh, you know, just amazing. So that, that's going to be Friday, 2 o'clock, all of our social media platforms. And you have a show Friday as well. I do. Young and Present, our monthly show for young people, is uh, going to happen this Friday. Zach is going to be back, and he has some exciting news. I think Zach he's gonna is going to be back. So, well, Zach is going to be like back because I haven't ta- seen him in a feel like in a while. He was there the last show, but um, he has some exciting news that happened between now and then. Um, but uh, yes, we're going to be talking about the power of retreat. Uh, so, you oh. know, self care and intentional Sabbath time. Oh, okay. And actually, kind of ties in well with our first segment because our guest on that show is a gentleman named John Paul O'Brien, who is a student of the University of Dallas. Oh, so he he's will- the guy from St. <laughs> Jude. Yes, we met him at the St. Jude carnival a few months back yeah. and he just he was very well spoken and just yeah. very passionate on fire for his faith and so i grabbed him yeah, afterwards you, you wasted I, no time <laughs> in like, booking him yeah, i was like yeah. hey and I mean, he's you know what let me just give a shout out to john paul real quick because i've been emailing him and he gave me a list of different topics he could talk about and he sends back these detailed like in-depth analysis of his observations and oh, i'm yeah. like this is going to be a good conversation so that's this friday at 11 a.m and it's a show especially made from young people and it's made by young people but uh, obviously young at heart and anyone else that's is why you don't let me in. on right yeah dave's has been a, yeah. he, you're our last you won't even let me in the studio during yeah, the show no, is, not it, allowed I mean, at all. is it that serious it has to be young people <laughs> yes absolutely okay all right i get the hint all right so that's uh 11 o'clock friday it and then is. back to the father is uh social media platforms uh we'll be talking about aristotle real quickly got a, a really great couple of uh guests in studio to talk about something very very exciting and now this is absolutely good news in in every uh, you know form of the world of the words uh having to do with the university of dallas uh that's your tease so we'll talk about that in just a second real quickly though saint john vienne uh, parish in cleburne is having a fall festival this saturday 11 to 3 and they invite, uh, it's the first time they've ever done it. Okay. Well, that's exciting. So, yeah. And so, uh, good stuff going on, of course. Uh, for, oh, hey, hold on there. Free burgers, free hot dogs, free games. I know where Dave's going to be this weekend. <laughs> yeah, they had me at free. Yeah. That's like what St. Elizabeth and Keller yes, did. It was like all awesome. free. So, uh, all right. About two miles west of the Chisholm Trail out in Cleburne, but. I, I guess go yeah go to their Facebook page. Uh, all right, yeah, that's awesome. St. John Vianney, uh, first time they've ever done a fall festival, and then St. Catherine of Siena Parish in Carrollton, no stranger to us, we've been out there many times, is having its annual Christmas bazaar Saturday, December fourth, nine thirty to four, until Sunday and through Sunday the fifth. And admission is free. Come for breakfast or lunch. It's presented by the Knights of Columbus at the parish. So that's going to be fun as well. And don't forget about the St. Nicholas Christmas show. Uh, That's huge. That's Mm going to be very big. December 4th and 5th, Anatole in Dallas, Scott Hahn, Chris Stefanik. 
Saint Nicholas, not the, not the actual Saint Nicholas, a guy dressing Man, up like Saint so Nicholas. So disappointed okay? now. <laughs> yeah, I know they couldn't they couldn't get him. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, let's move on to our first uh, topic here. And delighted. Uh, first of all, I want to thank Claire Venegas, uh, VP of Marketing and Communications. Uh, she reached out recently and told me about this cool documentary style mini series called uh, The Quest which is uh, produced by the University of Dallas, uh, drawing on stories from scripture, history, and literature, exploring the Christian life as a narrative of joyful courage in the gathering darkness of this world. And um, it's going to be airing on EWTN beginning next Monday, a week from today, the 15th, 4.30 p.m. Central Time, all week, every day, Monday through Friday at 4.30 p.m. You can also get it in your email box and uh, a lot of different ways to access it. And I have in studio with me Dr. Shannon Valenzuela, Valenzuela uh, who is uh, in the English department over at UD. She's the writer, director, and producer of this, uh, basically the brains behind it, right? And uh, also Dr. Michael West, who is uh, the associate producer of The Quest and also a professor in the English department over at UD. So thanks to both of you for coming in. Good to see you both. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. All right. Boy, I feel like I've got, got a lot of uh, English uh, expertise, but we won't talk about English uh, specifically here. But uh, Dr. Shannon Valenzuela, uh, tell me about this. Um, this is very exciting news. What was the kind of the genesis, the origin of it, and just a little bit more detail about what this is all about? Yeah, so thanks for that question. It's really great. Um, so... We work, uh, Dr. Dr. West and I both uh, are part of the Liberal Learning for Life program at the university, and we produce video course series uh, for friends of the university, or people who are interested in the kind of education that we provide. And um, the quest really was an evolution from the third course series that we produced called The Person, Action, and Influence. And uh, once we had completed production on, on that series, uh, there was a lot of excitement internally about uh, about the series, and we thought, what if we were to pitch this or some version of it um, to EWTN and see what happens? We have um, a number of people with personal connections at, at EWTN, and um, just was such a great experience um, working with, with those fine people. Um, and we uh, we did we we set up a meeting at the end of last year, and presented them with uh, the structure of of the quest and um, and they, did you go out they there were in very person? excited. No, no, oh. we we did a sort of like a Zoom the Zoom call, know, okay, yeah, it was a Zoom, yeah. uh, pitch uh, meeting, and and yeah, they were very excited about it. They wanted us to go ahead and and produce it, and uh, that's what we spent the next uh, what like ten months <laughs> of this yeah. year doing. So. Um, that's a big deal because that's a good time slot too. It's not like they're putting you at three in the morning. I right. mean, yeah, four thirty. You know, Monday through Friday. You know that that's that that's really awesome. So, how um how would you describe the content and just you know twenty five minutes? So these are pretty quick. Uh, I understand you're the narrator, and so what, what's what's a, give me an example of what what one of the episodes would be like? Okay, so um, basically the five episodes follow the path of the Christian life from the time when we discern God's call um, and, and sort of that, that discovery of our purpose um, all the way through the different experiences as we walk uh, the journey of living out that purpose with courage. Um, so the very first episode has to do with where we discern God's call. It's called the voice of God within. And um, it's all about 
conscience and prudence and uh, sort of the interior life and having the courage to um, to step back and, and listen for God calling us, but then also the courage to to take that next step. And so then the, the subsequent episodes kind of follow that path forward. Mm-hmm. So um, they are sequential and kind of you want to watch them all because you don't want to just kind of jump in on the third one. I mean, you can do that, but it, it's best to watch them all. It's right? best to watch them all. They do yeah. build on each other yeah. um, and they do, as I say, kind of follow that in a, in a way like the narrative arc. Of, yeah. of a human life um, in that way. All right. Also, Dr. Michael West here in studio with us as well. Thanks for being here. Associate producer, tell me about that role and how you got involved. Um, well, with <clears throat> with Shannon, uh, we are one of our tasks is to uh, share the good news of the University of Dallas with people around the Metroplex and around the country and even around the world. Um, and I think everyone knows, uh, a lot of people know that the University of Dallas, University of Dallas has some smart people there. Um, what everyone doesn't know is uh, what that looks like. And uh, wh- what we've done is we try to make things that are beautiful, that are engaging, uh, that are compelling uh, for people um, who may not, who aren't going to become students here. There are a lot of adults who come to me and say, you know, I really wish I had read more of this or studied more of this. Mm-hmm. And uh, the work that we do is, is to help people enable, is to enable people to do that and to make the University of Dallas education accessible to people no matter where you are in your life. Yeah. I get the impression that things are exciting at, at the university right now. I think Dr. Sanford is outstanding. You've got this uh, new president, uh, biggest freshman class, I think, in the history of the school, as I, as I recall. New ventures like this. I mean, this is kind of an exciting time at the university, isn't it? It's very exciting. Absolutely. A lot going on, you know, yeah. kind of t- trying to get, get out of the, the pandemic, which I think the, the, the university handled very well. And so now you got the quest going on. Quest.udallas.edu. Quest.udallas.edu. And, you know, on that website, you have some, you know, questions and answers. And the question is asked, who should watch it? And it says here, basically, you know, high school and up, this isn't for kids. uh, you know, is that the age group, or who do you think would get the most out of this? I, I want to encourage people that if they if they want to have their children watch with them, I think you know it's it's perfectly appropriate. But I think for for high school students and above, um, it's particularly meaningful because that is the stage of life where we start to consider what is God calling me to do in this life. Mm-hmm. What is it that I am here to do? And one of the things that we really um, emphasize in the series is just how important it is that each one of us recognize that we are here for a purpose and that um, God needs us to be here and he needs us to do the work uh, that he is calling us to do. And so for for anyone who's sort of either feeling like they're on the threshold of discerning a purpose or vocation, um, anyone who feels that they need to reignite their passion for their purpose or mm-hmm. their vocation. Um, I think those are the people that we really had in mind yeah. uh, when we when we created the series. Yeah, so kind of light of fire and uh, that inspiration. I think everybody everybody has something they want to do, and sometimes it's just kind of hard to get off the starting line, you know, and just kind of get started. So this is that inspiration to, to do it. And, and as, as, as Shannon says, I mean, the the young people are, are seeking their purpose. Yeah. Um, and one of the people, which, which I think we want to speak to, but um, those of us in, in middle age um, or even later in life um, are also seeking our purpose. Yeah. Um, and one of the stories that we tell is um, we, we talk about Moses actually at one point, which I find very inspiring, where you see that Moses has already lived one life in Egypt um, and has found a new life uh, with Jethro. Yeah. And he's called back. 
And um, Abraham is called in his old age um, to something totally new, a new adventure. And to me, so those are some of the most inspiring parts of this series. It's that um, all of us are on a journey and all of us have a life of adventure that is ahead of us, um, no matter how old we think we are. Mm-hmm. Now, so I got a master's degree at UD, and I, I thoroughly I couldn't wait to get to the classes. I love it. I love philosophy. There, there may be some people thinking, oh, gosh, is this going to be like a, like a university class? Is it going to be deep? Is it going to be over my head? What would you say about that, Jen? I would say that we really one of the one of the most beautiful gifts that I think our faculty are able to offer to the world is their ability to take what could be very complex or complicated topics, conscience or prudence, and they they break them down in a way that is accessible um, and that is enjoyable to listen to. And and I think that is something that um, is is one of the best things about this series is that it gives people access to those kinds of, of questions, to those kinds of, of topics, even no matter what, I suppose, their, their educational level might be. Mm-hmm. Um, and through the storytelling, um, you know, that's another aspect of that. We really try to use stories to show what we're talking about, to illustrate the different topics that we're talking about. Um, and that I think also helps to ground some of the concepts that we're, we're discussing, which could be very high level. You know, I mean, you could do them in a philosophy class, but this is not that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is designed to, um, to share those with, with a general audience. Yeah. What about the, the actual filming, the production of it? Talk about that. And uh, was it shot here locally? Did you have to get out to Hollywood or what? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, we what, 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 where'd y'all tell me about our, that process? Our, um, uh, immensely talented, uh, head of photography, Joe Haggard, um, actually does have Hollywood experience. Um, he graduated Thomas Aquinas College um, and a you know, deeply learned filmmaker um, and has made such uh, a, a wonderful compliment to the faculty of the University of Dallas. And Shannon and I, in some ways, are, are bringing together Joe's talents with those of our University of Dallas faculty mm-hmm. um, to turn what people have to say that is intelligent into something that is visually compelling um, and um, narratively coherent. Um, so we, we brought our guy from Hollywood. Uh, we filmed uh, everything on campus at the University of Dallas. Um, for those of us who have been to campus, you will see the campus in a new way through mm-hmm. this series. And in some ways, that's one of the great pleasures I know that I have had in seeing this come together. Yeah, very nice. We're talking about The Quest. Uh, it is a documentary-style miniseries produced by the University of Dallas at the University of Dallas, drawing on stories from scripture, history, literature, Exploring the Christian life as a narrative of joyful courage in the gathering uh, darkness of this world. Dr. Shannon Valenzuela is the writer, director, producer, and Dr. Michael West is the associate producer. And um, what, uh, the, the, how do people, if they can't sit down, you know, nowadays, in the old days, you know, a show was on at 7 o'clock on Tuesdays, and if you want to watch it, you, you get there on 7 o'clock on Tuesday and watch it, or you miss it, right? Nowadays, it's not so much. So, what are the different ways that people can access it? If they Obviously, if they can watch it live on EWTN next next uh, week, every day at 4.30, uh, how else? So, well, uh, you can watch it through the EWTN channel if you if you have it on your, your cable, direct TV, or what, what have you. Um, you can also uh, type in EWTN Watch Live to y- your search engine, and it'll take you to an EWTN live stream. Uh, and you can watch it there. Um, the week after the show airs, the beginning of November 19th, 
uh, you can access it through our website, which is quest.udallas.edu. And we invite people who are interested um, to go there now and um, you know uh, put your email address, and we will keep you in touch uh, about when those become available. Yeah, there's uh, one of the questions says, how much does it cost to watch the episodes? I think I know the answer to this. Uh, what, several hundred dollars each? Or no, I'm kidding. So it, this is all free, right? Even if any way you get it, there's no cost at all. That's correct. Right? That's correct. And didn't you all have a screening last week and you brought some folks together to watch all, all of them or just the first one? Or how did that go? Yeah, we've just been screening uh, to select audiences um, at the university, just one episode. So we've shown episode one to some of our audiences on, on campus and we've shown episode two as well um, and and it's just been phenomenal to see the response that we've gotten um, from from people who've who've had a chance to watch part of the series mm-hmm. uh, which we, is very very exciting for we us. Got, we got a great response last Friday Shannon would you tell uh, the listeners about one of the people who told us um, her thoughts after she watched one of the episodes yeah so we had um, uh, someone who was at one of the events and uh, she was she was there actually helping out and um, you know setting up uh, catering and everything for for us it was wonderful we only watched uh, the first seven minutes of the second episode at that particular event uh, just due to time and uh, she came up to Michael and I afterwards and um, she was in tears and and she told us how thankful she was that she had been there and um, how sort of this last year has been tremendously difficult on her and on her family. And that just, just that little piece of that episode had sort of inspired her with courage mm-hmm. um, to, to keep going and to, to take the next step um, in healing some of those um, relationships that she felt were, um, had been so damaged over the last year. And uh, so that was a really, really powerful um We've gotten that response a couple of times, actually, of people telling us that, that they've seen, seen an episode and it's left them in tears. And, and that's always, you know, very moving, you know, as, as a filmmaker, that's a very moving response. Um, and, and to me, it just is a, is a testament to, um, to what, what has been put together here. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and just, you know, again, our, our hope is that we inspire people to take courage and um, to keep moving forward, even when it seems like things are really, really hard, um, yeah. maybe even impossibly hard. Um, so that's that's our hope. Good timing, because uh, coming out of what the whole world is you know, hopefully coming out of in the last two years uh, have been rough. And so the I guess that's not just a coincidence. The timing of this is intentional because people, a lot of people are feeling a, a sense of despair, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I think we, we really want to uh, give people encouragement. Um, those who, Shay and I have talked a lot, we, we know a lot of people who um, have a sense of, of, of fear or anxiety uh, that permeate their lives. Yeah. And as um, we want to help inspire them with courage. And as your listeners will learn, uh, when you talk about Aristotle, um, courage, the virtue of courage does not mean that you banish fear. Um, it in fact means that you have an appropriate relationship to your fear and that you move forward in the face of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's very much what we see ourselves as doing, is giving people, um, not telling people that everything is okay, telling, acknowledging the difficulties and challenges that face that we all face in our lives, um, and offering people reasons for hope. Yeah. Well, how involved were students? Were they involved in this, or have some of them been at the screenings? Or t- tell me about that. Yeah. So we we love our students. We had a number of them who served as production assistants on set, um, and they just they did everything from run and get coffee for the people who were being interviewed, the faculty, um, to holding microphones, to setting up and breaking down lighting. Uh, they were just tremendously helpful. Um, 
giving a shout out to Charlie Spurgeon, who is uh, Joe Haggard's production assistant, like yeah. sort of chief second hand, uh, right hand guy, as you as you might say, um, who has just done a tremendous job helping out. And uh, yeah, we do have a student event where we're doing a premiere event actually tomorrow afternoon or tomorrow evening uh, for our students um, to kind of share this. But but uh, yeah, we, we do try to involve uh, students as sort of the next generation of, of filmmakers um, to kind of show them show them around a, a set and uh, introduce them to the to the delights of, of this line of work yeah the oh yeah go ahead well, what 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 you can see here is that uh, at the University of Dallas we are we are still an educational institution and always will be we will be a teaching institution um, but we are moving into Catholic media yeah um, but we are moving into Catholic media I think with a clear educational focus um, not in the sense that we're gonna sit you down and uh, you know walk you through. Uh, some big, thick, heavy books. There are no reading assignments for the quest. That's what we're doing Fridays at two o'clock. That's all <laughs> that, that heavy stuff. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> no, um, we got that covered. Exactly. But but the idea is is that we are we still see ourselves as as teachers. Yeah. Um, we yeah. have a different in a certain sense. The people who will watch us are different kinds of students. Um, but we all we all need teaching at certain parts in our lives, and and we all need to take up that role of a student. And I think we hope that this will be. Uh, we encourage people to do so uh, in this series. Yeah. You know, you have so many different disciplines over there and departments and, uh, you know, you name it, languages and history and philosophy. And uh, what, what was how collaborative was this or how many how much involvement was it outside of the English department? Oh, tremendously collaborative. And that's one of the beautiful things about the series. Um, we had, I think, some 20 odd faculty who ended up contributing um, from a range of, of disciplines. Um and that is something that we feel so strongly about, uh, that we have all of these different ways of looking at these big questions, and together, they kind of put the puzzle together, you know, mm-hmm. so we get all of these different perspectives um, on the stories that we're talking about, on on these different questions that we're taking up. And, and it's that collaborative conversation that, that really makes UD distinctive anyway uh, for the students who are on ground at the university. And we're so excited to share that collaborative conversation um, yeah. with the world. Yeah. And, um, Michael, you, you kind of hinted at this already. I, I see that in the, you know, the points here, it's offering of UD productions. It almost sounds like this is, you know, like an official arm of the the university in a sense uh do you can you give us any uh hint at maybe future projects or is there anything else underway or maybe shannon you can tell us uh what uh be beyond uh, you know the quest what what else is going on uh yeah that's, that's a great question so we are uh currently contemplating a couple of different projects um one is called sanctuary uh the beautiful and the sacred and that is considering the wonderful tradition that we have in the Catholic Church of accessing the sacred through the the senses, through the beautiful things uh, that are around us, so sacred spaces, sacred architecture and art and things like that. So that's that's one project that we're, we're sort of still in the process of building out. Um, the other one is uh, called The Will to Power, the story of the individual in the modern age, and that one is um, sort of taking up this question of, of who the individual is, um, who the person is, and and looking at the different ways in which um, our understanding of the individual has evolved, let's just say over mm-hmm. the over the last um, hundred hundred years, two hundred years or so. 
Yeah, very nice. Uh, we are talking about uh, a new documentary-style mini-series produced by the University of Dallas. It's called The Quest, and you can visit quest.udallas.edu. Uh, it's going to be on EWTN television worldwide. Well, let that sink in. Worldwide. Ne- next week, starting Monday the 15th, 4.30 p.m. Central Time. It's about 25 minutes, so it'll just be a half hour and then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, every single day. You can also access it um, as well through quest.udallas.edu. Let's just kind of um, remind everybody, those who are just joining us, about um, how they can get it and uh, the various ways. Michael, do you want to remind everybody what we, we talked about it before? Sure. The place to go is quest.udallas.edu or just Google the Quest University of Dallas. Um, and there you can find um, sort of preview sneak peek materials. Um, and if you uh, uh, put in your email address, you can be assured that when the episodes are available for free for streaming, uh, mm-hmm. you will get them in your inbox. Yeah. And what about uh, the Catholic faith and how that kind of plays a role in this? Is it forefront or tell us about that? Well, in what way does the Catholicity come out? It absolutely informs everything. Uh, it's it's sort of the foundation of, of everything that we do. In, in the quest, we're drawing on uh, Scripture. We're drawing on the lives of the saints. Uh, we're drawing on uh, the writings of the popes on, on these various questions of, of love and hope and faith and all of these things. Um, and so it, it absolutely informs the conversation. But one of the things that I think is so beautiful about the way that the quest works is it shows that it's— it's the foundation of everything that we do, but there are all of these stories that we can look at, you know, like we, we talk about Tolkien, and we talk about C.S. Lewis, and we talk about things that are not maybe explicitly Catholic on their face, but yet are informing us about these same themes. And so we're, we're sort of tracing out in history as well um, all of these themes that we see illuminated so beautifully in our mm-hmm. Catholic faith and in the tradition. Yeah, I like this. When I when I I've got you know I'm I'm an idea guy and I'm always thinking of projects and all that. And when I read about this, it inspired me. It made me think like, yeah, you know, maybe I can do this. I can do this. And what I love about this is that you all basically are doing you're 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 doing what you're preaching. Is that this project was really. The, the same kind of fruits that you're hoping to come out of this, where somebody has some idea, something, some way that they want to do something and just like be inspired to do it, have the courage, right? Which I think it's, it's fun. It's almost like a, a self-fulfilling, you know, work that you're doing that I, I'm excited about it very much. So we just have about a minute remaining. And uh, again, Dr. Michael, Michael West is, uh, the associate producer of the quest and Dr. Shannon Valenzuela, writer, director, producer, the brains, as uh, Claire <laughs> describes you as. Let me just give you each a little bit of time to, as an invitation to those who are listening or anything else you want to say about the quest. Uh, do you want to start, Shannon? Um, sure, I would just invite everyone to um, to tune in to the series, and and I and I love what you just said there, Dave, about uh, this itself being a work of of courage, and and I just want to thank everyone who's been associated with this project. My colleague, Dr. West, of course, uh, Dr. Sanford, Claire Venegas. Um, Joe Haggard and Charlie Spurgeon, all the faculty who participated. There are so many. This is a work of love and uh, so many people who have supported this project from its very beginning. And uh, we could not have done it without without this incredible team of people that we have. Yeah, very good. Dr. Michael West, last word. I would just say that uh, we are a university and that this is, but at the same time, this is for anyone, um, anyone who is uh, a mother, a father, a son, a daughter, a friend. Um yeah. This series is for you. 
Um, you, we are not going to sit you down and hit you in the head with the book. Uh, we're going to inspire you and we're going to lead you. And uh, we're going to hope that you leave um, uh, ready to uh, face the future with courage. Amen. Quest.udallas.edu. I love English. Uh, Dr. West, you told me that you're a, a Shakespeare expert. I'm going to put you on the spot here. Your, your favorite play. Do you, do you have a favorite Shakespeare play? King Lear. Okay, wow, that's, <laughs> that, that's awesome. And then uh, Dr. Valenzuela specializes in medieval literature. Uh, favorite author? Or who, who, do you, who do you most enjoy teaching? Oh, I've got to go with Chaucer on yeah. that one. <laughs> yeah, so, that yeah. old English, huh? Yes. Yeah, awesome. So uh, really great. Uh, check out the main UD website, which is udallas.edu, and you can find out about uh, this great university. And again, Quest. the Quest starts Monday the 15th, beginning at... 4.30 Central Time on EWTN. And if you want more information or to get them even in your email box, just sign up, register at quest.udallas.edu. And I think that uh, pretty much covers it, right? Uh, thanks to both of you for being here. Uh, God bless you, and I hope it's a, it's a great success. And we look forward to uh, future ventures uh, with UD Productions as well. Uh, this is the Good News Show. And when we come back, some bittersweet news from Sacred Heart Books and Gifts in Dallas. The manager, Nikki White, is here in studio with us. And she's going to tell us about uh, the closing of the store after 42 years. But uh, perhaps more importantly, the, the plan going forward and what they have in mind. And some pretty cool YouTube videos videos they're doing as well, which are really entertaining. We'll talk about that. All right, a quick break, and we'll be back right after this. The University of Dallas presents What can I do that is the definite service that God wants me to give to the world? Think of the, the challenges that we have coming from our culture. We really need the virtue of courage. Are you ready to put yourself into the hazard? Are you ready to say yes to the call? Are you ready to be a witness to love? The Quest, airing November 15th at 4.30 p.m. Central on EWTN. Visit quest.udallas.edu. Hi, I'm Dr. Kyle Eberline of Mid-Cities Dental and a parishioner of Good Shepherd Catholic Community in Colleyville. Dentistry can be expensive, especially if you know you need a lot of work. That's why you need to know all of your treatment options. And you need a dentist whom is on your insurance plan. This could potentially save you lots of money. Our office will offer you a no-obligation consultation with necessary x-rays. We can be reached at 817-282-9321 or midcitiesdental.com. Again, that number is 817-282-9321. Make your reservations today for the Christ Child Luncheon, benefiting organizations in Dallas who are walking with moms in need to provide assistance to moms experiencing an unexpected pregnancy. The luncheon is November 20th at the Renaissance Dallas Addison at 11.30 a.m. Tickets are $45 each or purchase a table for 10 at a discounted price of $420. To reserve your spot or for more information, visit ProLifeDallas.org or call 972-267-5433. This is Nikki White, General Manager of Sacred Heart Books and Gifts in Dallas. It is with a heavy heart that we announce that after 42 years in business, Sacred Heart will be closing its doors on Friday, December 31st, 2021. Closeout sales and discounts will be offered on merchandise, fixtures, and equipment, and all items must go. We offer our gratitude and appreciation to the customers who have supported us over the decades. May God bless you as you have blessed us. Thank you. 
Please join Holy Trinity Seminary in congratulating longtime KATH 910 AM supporter and volunteer Margie Gianjulio, recipient of the 2021 St. John Vianney Award. This award was presented to her for her extraordinary giving from the heart to Holy Trinity Seminary at the recent Spes Gregis event. You can learn more about Holy Trinity Seminary and the formation of our future priests at holytrinityseminary.org. Congratulations, Margie. Hello, my name is Liz Mertz. My husband, Bill, and I own Mastertech Auto Repair in Plano. We are proud sponsors of Catholic Radio. Our family has been parishioners of St. Gabriel's and McKinney for many years. Mastertech is a full-service auto repair for all vehicles, from oil changes to complete engine replacement or transmission service. We are located just across the street from St. Mark's Parish in Plano. You can contact us at 972-578-1841 or www.mastertechplano.com. Thank you, and may you have a blessed day. All right, it is Monday, uh, November 7th, uh, 8th. Is it uh, this the 8th? Okay, yesterday was the 7th. That's what I meant to say. All right, and this is a good news show. And, uh, or is it? Yeah, well, yeah, it, it's, still, it's still the yes. good news show. Despite, it, it's the slightly uh, less good news show. For yeah, the, I don't know, though. I always, we can I always, change it to the news show. Hey, yeah, we can do that. The yeah. bittersweet news show. The bittersweet. Oh, we can take that, yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. I don't know if we can officially change it, like on the calendar and everything, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I always feel like, you know, the old, when one door opens, wait, oh, when yeah. one door well, closes, another door opens or something like that. If you've got a window. Yeah, yeah he, oh, that's, what that, yeah. that's how the saying goes. Okay, I'm, I'm it's okay. like if God closes the door, you jump out of the window or something. <laughs> no, I love it when. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's the same. That's probably no, not that, it. That's not it. That's no, not but it. The thing is, is that if you believe in an all good, all loving, and all powerful God, then you you cannot believe that He will allow any bad thing to happen yeah. unless He intends to bring a good, a better thing out of it. Like, yeah. oh, happy fault of Adam. That brought us a savior, you know, that, that we went from being friends with God to being to being adopted children of God. So yeah. the, the God God will never allow anything bad unless he can bring a good now, out. Now people of it. just tuned in, they're like What's well, going well, on? Yeah, oh, what are you gosh. talking about? You haven't even introduced it. So let me introduce yes. formally the segment. Okay, so Nikki White is here. She is the I, I, is still manager of still Sacred manager. Heart Books because yeah, because yeah, you're going to be open until December 31st. Correct. And uh, you heard heard the spot that we play at the beginning of the program where they, after 42 years, are closing their doors. Uh, Sacred Heart has been, I don't know, gosh, I mean, for me personally, it's been. So much, uh, and it, it's sad. And, you know, and in fact, if anybody out there listening has, uh, got a great sacred heart story or a testimony, uh, you know, we had Kirk Clement was in studio for oh, another yeah. show mm-hmm. recently. He, he met his wife through Sacred yeah. Heart Books and Gifts. That was a great story. <laughs> and I bought my Suma there. I, I, I mean, I, I've I, literally I did. seen people meet, date, get engaged, get married, and have multiple children <laughs> over the course of my tenure there. Yeah. So. We, we were at Little Angels uh, last Friday. Oh, yeah. And I, I was oh, tell, tell, we were talk, telling that story while we were doing live broadcasts there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe Cecil may meet her future husband at a, a Catholic bookstore. It's a great store. place to meet. You never know. So, all right. If anybody has a Sacred Heart testimony, 
Uh, since just the way that this wonderful store in the last 42 years has blessed you, feel free to call us up, 877-757-9424, 877-757-9424. I still remember, I bought my Suma there, and I, I went, you know, I've told the story many, many times. I went there, Janet Petrucci was the manager, and I said, I want to buy the Suma, I'm going to read it, and she said, uh, she was waiting for the movie to come yeah. out, you know, and so. We could ask uh, UD the yeah, question. Yeah, UD, they need to do the Suma movie. That, that'd be so cool, but. All right, so let, let me um, just kind of back up yeah. and tell me, first of all, before the, the most recent news, kind of tell me a little bit about the history. 42 years. 42 been, years. That's a long yeah. time. 1979, Betty, Betty Lanfer and her friend Joyce O'Quinn, um, they, they saw the terrible state of catechesis. Yeah. Is you have all these people being raised <clears throat> culturally Catholic without any sort of uh, – substantial knowledge of the faith. Um, most people could recite some of the questions and answers from the Baltimore Catechism, which is an excellent place to start. That's why they use it for, for children or people just beginning. But nothing beyond that, no deepening in the faith, no broadening um, of understanding. And so you have all of these adults who profess to be Catholic, but with, you know, just a child's level of knowledge of the faith. And they really saw that, that lack of catechesis and were called to begin the store, technically to begin the ministry. Uh, Sacred Heart Educational Services is the parent company. It is a 501c3 and it is based on, uh, a catechesis and education, supporting the catechist and broadening the Catholic education to the to the people that we serve. Um, the the joke, oh, ever since 1979, it was founded in Betty's closet. That is literally where it began. They started gathering <coughs> things up in Betty's closet. Um, eventually, it was volunteer only, um, but eventually that moved to uh, our first storefront in Arapahoe. Uh, just a little bit bigger than the closet, um, mm -hmm. and eventually to Coyton Campbell, where we've been since either 90 or 91. Um, and of course, we moved from Suite 111 into Suite 112 in 2016, but we've been at that location alone for, what, 30, 35, 35 years around? Mm -hmm. 30, 35 years? So, um, 30 years. So, um, and of course, uh, uh, Betty retired and uh, Janet took over and then Janet retired, Carolyn took over and then Carolyn retired and then I took over. So Yeah. Yeah, and you uh and it, it, am I right this is this has been every the only job you've had. Like this, you started like 15 years old, didn't you? Uh, 16 years 16. old in high school looking for a uh, looking for a, uh, a a weekend job. And uh, I got to pay those uh those car insurance bills, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I I don't know how many people might know this. I actually burned out pretty badly in high school and was very dead set against going to college. I love school. I love learning. I just, I've never done well in uh, the actual school environment yeah. and I was burned out and I just wanted, I just wanted a nine to five, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to just start working and they had an opening in the office area. Um, so I started, it's actually kind of funny because, uh, I started working full time. I was 18 years old and, uh, within a couple of months I had a store credit card because I was the gopher. I was, you know, I oh, was yeah. going yeah. running, get supplies. I would type up invoices, but, uh, 
eventually, um, you know, you take on departments, you become like an area manager. Yeah. Um, yeah so how I many start, years have you been there? Uh, f- uh, 22. Uh, you've been there 22 years. I've been there 22 so you've been there years. pretty much the whole time. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, no, I say no. I was thinking, well, 42 years, of course. That's about half the time. Yeah. Right. About half the time that uh, that the store's been in business. But yeah, that that's that's more than half my life. Yeah. So, yeah. That's that crazy. <laughs> now, what, what kind of reaction? Because I, I personally have had three or four people over the weekend say, did you hear about Sacred Heart? Did you hear about Sacred Heart? Yeah, a bit and, of a bombshell. Uh, yeah. What, what kind? Are you getting phone calls? Are people coming in crying? We're and getting uh, some what, phone what's happening? calls. Um, it's funny because uh, people who haven't heard, they'll come in and we have the signs on the doors. And as they approach, if they happen to look, like you'll get, you know, we get front row seats to like this shell-shocked look. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah. my gosh. it's And not to toot the store's own horn, but I mean, realistically speaking, we really have been such a fixture in the Catholic community for four decades now. Yeah, yeah. And it, I, I have my deepest sympathies and commiseration because it's hard to imagine Dallas area Catholic life without Sacred Heart. It's been there for so long. I know. And, yeah. um, and it has touched so many people. We have really changed a lot of lives and helped a lot of people and we're going to miss that very very deeply um but uh so so uh we have had some people crying we've had um people people share some of their um experiences and memories um we actually tried our best i'm sure uh, to anyone we missed out there who's listening now my my apologies but we tried to get a short list of like uh like uh, former employees, priests who have been involved mm-hmm. um, since day one, and some customers that either uh, shop often or or have shopped since day one, just trying to get the word out on a personal level. But there's just no way we can reach everyone. I mean, that's that's just the facts. Is that we there are so many lives intertwined with the mm-hmm. history of the store. And that's uh, such an immense privilege and blessing, but it makes something like this all the more all the more melancholy. Yeah, yeah. Eight seven 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 five seven nine four two four. This is the Good News Show, and talking to Nikki White, the manager at Sacred Heart Books and Gifts at Campbell and Coit. After forty two years, they've made the the bittersweet decision that they're going to shut the doors, and we're going to talk about the future plans here in a moment. Uh, before that, though. Uh, you got to be asked. Pe- 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 no, no, <laughs> no, people ask you why? 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 I mean, yeah. why, why this happened? I know it's Amazon. It's the online convenience, or or, or there is it's that. A, it's and a bottom line decision, ultimately, right? It, it is. It is. And even backtracking to the early two thousands, um, we were still doing quite well then. But um, that was that marked about the shift because before then, in that first half. Before the internet really got going, you can't blame everything on Amazon. The thing is, is that the Catholic resurgence was just happening. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, yeah. and the internet wasn't really, only a few people knew how to use it, knew how to put things on it. Um, so we were an information hub. We were a place that people came for uh, difficult issues, confusing issues, uh, obscure issues, and we had we had filing cabinets of of resources that we could access. Now, one of the very great blessings we've had over the last couple of decades is 
is this incredible growth in Catholic information online, Catholic Answers, um, the, the, the forums, EWTN, all of these things that people can access so much more easily than driving yeah. down into far North Dallas. But at the same time, we started losing our pertinence, our like immediate mm-hmm. – the immediate need, and it just yeah. started becoming a little bit more like a store, um, which is convenient. But, uh, you know, when you lose – when you start – when the heart of things start fading yeah. a little bit, then then there's a natural progression from there. And in the more immediate sense, just in the last decade or so, um, th- now we can blame Amazon. Um, <laughs> just uh, with yeah, online ordering, <laughs> yeah, with online ordering becoming a thing, um, online stores, including Catholic stores, uh, Leaflet mm-hmm. Missile Company, the Catholic Company, Ta- um, uh, Aquinas, and more, great resources. But again, the for the last ten years, brick and mortar stores in general have been yeah. have been fading. It's been increasingly difficult. So last ten years, we've had like a fairly steady downward trajectory yeah. and then COVID hit. And that's like five to 10 years of bad years in a 20 month period. Yeah. Yeah. There, yeah that was just, that, just that was the really, final, the final was, nail in the coffin, right? No, yeah. no one more thing. Yeah. And it is COVID related, but um, the final nail in the coffin, the, the, the thing that made us go, we got to stop fighting this. Yeah, is um, the shipping issues actually? Oh, really? Is the whole chain you have because so so few things are manufactured in the U.S. right now. Yeah, um, not only an immense amount of stuff coming from China, but for Catholic things, rosaries and like inexpensive metals, they often come from Italy. Mm-hmm. And if you're talking about two countries that get hit, got hit incredibly hard in the pandemic. And on top, so you have warehouses shutting down, you have labor shortages, then you have the whole shipping debacles and yeah. you know, ships out in the harbor, and then you have the actual transportation via truck. All of these things have been catastrophically affected. And talking to our vendors, our suppliers, just basically saying, "Oh yeah, this isn't going to get better anytime soon." Yeah, yeah. And that was that was when we finally went. We're not going to be. We don't have enough capital to last through it. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, we. I want to assure everybody listening. We tried our hardest. Um, we we tried uh, exploring different avenues, different different options, and in ways that we might be able. But it just it came down to like you said. It, it comes down to that that bottom line, and the bottom line is we just don't have enough money to keep the store yeah, running at this right, point. Right, right. So. Um, let's talk about the next uh, couple months. The store's yes. open. That's what the spot says. December 31st Correct. will be the close down. What? Are you just going to, nothing news coming? You're just going to sell everything you have? Or are you still getting new supplies during these two months or what? Uh, probably for the next couple of weeks, we may have some um, gift items trickling in. Yeah. Um, a couple of last orders. Um, if people want to prepay for larger orders, um, that can be like uh, fulfilled on their own sake. Um, that's still for right now uh, an open possibility. We will continue to get at least a few more books, trying to uh, get in uh, some of the newer Christmas titles or um, early December releases that people have been anticipating. Um, we may get a couple of those in, but for the most part, um, 
orders are going to be pretty severely curtailed. Um, and by mid-December, I'd say uh, absolutely nothing new is going to be coming mm-hmm. in. Somebody came to you and said, I'm going to give you a million dollars to keep the store open. Could you still do it? Or is it uh, is this like a... For a million? <laughs> for a million, possibly. Because you're a nonprofit, but, yeah. Yeah, I mean, for a know, million, so possibly. But um, again, it's kind of going back to what I was saying yeah. about that, that core being issued. We Yeah, the what, supply chain. And what all that, we're yeah. going through right now is um, the stores closing. But the 501c3, Sacred Heart Educational Services, we yeah. are keeping that alive. Um, and we'll, we'll talk more about what we're doing immediately. But the hope uh, and, and basically trying to keep the door open for God to move, yeah. um, we're hoping and envisioning for a reconnection with the community. So it's not enough to just simply open a store again. Yeah, right, right. The heart has to be in there. The soul has to be in there. Um, the the employees are extremely um, influenced and inspired by Rod Dreyer's The Benedict Option, which talks about in this fracturing of society and the, the distancing of society due to online, not face-to-face, the importance of drawing the community together, of getting to know your neighbors and forming that small infrastructure of support. Kind of like, you know, we talk about the domestic church is the building block of the church. That's the family. From the domestic church, you have the village, the community, then the parish, and then you go, you build on that to the larger church by itself. It's that same thing. It's not enough to just open a store. We have to build like that next step up from the Catholic domestic family or domestic church. We have to build that little community, small C C church, you know, Mm -hmm. that community group that can support each other in this increasingly hostile world gone mad. Yeah, yeah. So how are you going to do that? Uh, well, for right now, uh, like I said, uh, we're, we're working on whatever God can send to us. But for the immediate future, um, we are keeping our website, sacredheartdallas.com. Um, right now, a lot of it is uh, product information because, mm-hmm. again, but that's going to be uh, phased out. And we're going to be focusing more on catechetical resources, uh, book reviews and suggestions, uh, reading lists and um, inspirational quotes, uh, maybe throw some memes up there. Um, so have it, try and again, have it be a resource for the educational um, and further, for the ed- educational furthering of people's knowledge of the faith. And we are very proud and excited about this. We have launched our YouTube channel. So that is Sacred Heart Dallas and YouTube. And it's really good. Thank you. Yeah, in fact, we have a clip. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, yeah, we got a clip. You ready, sis? Okay. I, I don't even know which one. I think it's from the Saints one, isn't it? Okay, that's our most recent. I, you know, you told me you were going to do this, and I, I have a YouTube channel as well that I've been cultivating for a long time, and I, you know, and I thought, thought like, oh, everybody's got, everybody was going to have a YouTube channel, but I watched this, and I'm like, wow, you know, this is really good. I mean, you've got costumes. Yeah, and you I, got, I, I want to make sure, like. It sounds great. It's going to sound great on radio, but it's going to sound it's way better when you see Nikki in costume. Yeah. It's like 
even better. But it's pretty funny. This is like the yeah. first bit of the Saints All Saints video. No, yeah, you're, you're a very easy interview. You're very, you know, you 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 you're great at speaking, and so it doesn't surprise me that you've done well. But it's it's the you know, you're the, you have a theatrical um, aspect to you that, I, that I'm comes going across. to share this family story because there's no other way to properly demonstrate. I've always been like this. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah. So I was maybe two or three. Uh, my room was a mess, and my parents told me to go pick up my room because it was a mess. And so I stormed out of the living room where I had been playing, disappeared in my room, and came back out dressed in my little bitty apron, holding my little bitty play broom. Flounced in front of my parents, gave the biggest sigh that my poor little body could give, and said, I'm just a little Cinderella. <laughs> and then flounced back to my room. Like, I had said my piece. Yeah. I had made a big deal of it. And fine. Now I'll go clean up my room. But I wanted you to know Yeah, they had to stage a little protest. Yeah, exactly. So okay. I've always been like this. Yeah, all right. Always. Okay, very good. Well, here's a, a clip from, uh, how many of these have you done so far? Three so You've far. You've done three? This mm-hmm. was the one about saints. That's the most recent. Very Informative too, but okay, I don't exactly know what this is. Cecil picked it out, but here it is. Hello, and welcome back to Sacred Heart Educational Services channel. Thank you for joining us. Okay, everybody, let's have a show of hands. Who wants to be a saint? Come on, put your hands up. I mean, it better be everybody having their hands up. The alternative is very unpleasant. You won't like it. Though, to be fair, you might be asking yourself, what even is a saint? And why would I want to be one? Well... The word saint comes from the Latin word sanctus, meaning holy or sacred. Therefore, the word saint at first was just used to describe holy people. In St. Paul's letter to the Colossians, chapter 1, verse 2, he uses the word saint to refer to the whole Christian community. And I suppose you could still use the term casually to mean a person who's doing their best to live a good and holy life. But nowadays, the word very specifically refers to a person who has lived a life of heroic virtue or died a martyr's death and is now in heaven as a member of the church triumphant. All right, so that, that's just part of it. Uh, that's a about a 12-minute video on YouTube. Yeah. You know, you've got 32 subscribers. I know you guys just started. Uh, I'm hoping by the end of this broadcast you get up to like 40 <laughs> subscribers. Somebody well, go to YouTube and go to what? It's Sacred Heart Dallas? Sacred Heart Dallas. Yeah. Um, it, it's not all one word. It, unlike our website, it's it's three words, Sacred Heart Dallas. But um, yeah. And I, I would be incredibly remiss. Um, I would be incredibly remiss. Uh, there are basically three of us primarily uh, doing the videos, and we'll continue to do it just on a volunteer basis. Um, in addition to myself as the uh, attention hog in front of the camera. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Is that your official title? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. I, I'm going to get it monogrammed on everything. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I also have my assistant manager Jean Ann who comes up with a lot of the um a lot of the ideas for the subject matter and a lot of the background information and my sister Julie uh who is our Oh my gosh, she is our cameraman, our editor. You see She's good. Yeah. She's 
so she has a natural talent for editing and i will tell you like at, at least an easy 75 percent of what you're laughing at is her i'm, la- <laughs> it's, no, it's, I'm, I'm it's laughing easily. at you i'm not laughing with you i'm laughing no, at no. you yeah, no, exactly. no, I'm, no, I'm like kidding. that's that last 25 percent is laughing at me but the rest of it is laughing at what julie does because she has an you know, exquisite no, she's, yeah. sense of in timing. fact you know you know this is true after i watched my first one i immediately emailed you and i said whoa what yeah. what, <laughs> uh, what program are you using what that that is so now are, are those costumes superimposed or no. are, are you, do you actually are you putting okay. a, are you using a bunch because <laughs> even on this one video you're dressed up like like five different saints so um, the people that I mentioned, and by extension, Julie and I's family, my mom and dad, um, we take Halloween and All Saints Day very seriously. Yeah, <laughs> we, we actually, I love it. We all, all three of us, the the resource room where we filmed this, it was an absolute disaster for like two weeks because we had costume stuff strewn all around just trying to put together. We had like three rejected costumes. We decided to go for like ones that people would be better be able to guess. But yeah, no, no, no. Um, that's a combination of like three different people's various stuff, and it's only scratching the surface yeah. of what was that, in that I'm, room. I'm watching the videos. <laughs> we're talking, and uh, it's like six, it's, it's every 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 fifteen seconds, you're yeah, in a different costume. Six different, six different. You got another Saint subscriber, costumes. by the way. Oh, you thank just, you. You're up to thirty-three. Let's let's get up to forty. <laughs> forty subscribers. Where I know we. And just, I'm going to post it on our GRNDFW oh, Facebook page you. too, yeah. so you can find it there as well. No, I, no, it's it's really good. It's really uh, good. Now we do have a couple of things. Superimposed um, the Chihuahua. Yeah, um, that was not a real. That Chihuahua. was not a tr- real. Yeah, that right. was superimposed. Uh, the mustache and bowler hat was superimposed on the Guardian Angel video. And no, I will not provide context. You have to go and watch the video. <laughs> exactly, yeah, good right. teaser. And no, no, right. no chihuahuas were injured in no the, the production. No chihuahuas were right? injured or had to listen to my voice <laughs> over no, the course of the it's video. It's really good. Okay, so uh, <laughs> we're bumping up uh, at, to the top of the hour here. If people want to follow you, they, they, yeah. they, they of course, they go to YouTube, go to Sacred Heart Dallas, and also um, the, the website, Sacred 